Hello and welcome to another episode on Rosecast. Welcome to the third episode of the Purpose series. Now, already I've been saying it. If you are going according to how it's numbered on this platform, it's going to be looking as like episode four. Where I gave the reason why it's that way, and reason is because of the introduction. I actually um, numbered the introduction as episode one. However, in the proper pattern and the content this is supposed to be episode three so just in case anyone's looking at the numbering and maybe you are using that to number the the, the the episodes i just put this as a way for you to understand how this has been going but if it's not a problem for you then there's no bother about that so welcome to the third episode on the purpose series with the title young and living with a purpose now if you've not started this like if you are if this is your first time in encountering this um series i really encourage that you start from the first one which is um what's this purpose and go to the second one which was done last week and to this to this episode however i'm not going to discourage you you can actually listen to this to this to this episode and still go back to listen to the rest just listen to the previous ones really give a lot of weight onto this topic but i will not discourage you kindly listen to this podcast at the end then you could go back to listen to the previous episodes i'm very sure that they are going to bless you now last week i gave a recap so just to keep on with it like i think i, I i'm a person that loves I, I believe i'm a person that loves tradition not that i don't love to be spontaneous or add new things but if there's something i believe that will give consistency to whatever i'm doing and it will just add some beauty to what i'm doing i believe in continuing it so last week i actually gave a recap and today i i'm going to also give a recap on what was done last week so yes that is going to be the next thing you are going to listen to the recap of last week's episode Now, last week, we actually answered the question, how to work in purpose, subtitled, is it well defined? And on that episode, we had a guest that featured in a very unique way. And we were able to answer some very interesting questions about how to identify a purpose, um, your own purpose or to identify purpose in your life. And then we actually answered the question, um, if purpose is actually something you can define, if it's something you can say, this is how to know your purpose, this is how to go about it. So that was what was talked about last week. And we gave a you know, a body matter to what was already done in episode one, which is what is purpose. So we gave more body to the first um, episode. So how do you work in purpose? That was what last week's episode answered. And like I said, I would encourage that you do go listen to and be blessed by what was shared there now today's um episode is going to be featuring someone else and like i said last week's um, guest was featured in a unique way but today's guest will be featured in a way that i really desire um i really desired that my guest will feature so today's guest is going to be joining into the show and i'm actually very happy and i'm grateful that um, i'm having this guest on today's show so even though it's not supposed to be part of the recap but yes, I want to continue that in the recap section. So um, today's guest is a young person and I'm trusting that as um, we will be sharing today, you listening would be blessed. So please, um, as you are listening to this podcast, do not hesitate to share it to others. And I'm very sure that as you're listening, God um, 
will bless you with this um conversation i also i myself my heart is very much open because i'm sure that today's podcast is also going to be a blessing to myself and i also believe to my guest so with that being said let's write in this topic Good morning. Okay. So today we're having um brother John Odilon on the show. And I'm going to allow him let me just give a little insight to how we interacted. Um I would say that from the little conversations we've had and from the um the little conversation we've had regarding this topic, I really appreciated his um insights into the topic and very importantly young person so i do believe that his perspective on today's topic um, very um, insightful so brother john please can you give a little bit about yourself as we begin all right good morning once again um obelong john jr by name and i'm a teacher by profession and also by call i have a vision I run, which is solely out to educate people and also empower them to live a glorious and excellent life. So that's basically all about me for now. And I'm also an author. I have a book which I wrote not too long ago, Overcoming Hearts and Depression. So I think with this, we are good to go. Thank you. <laughs> okay, but I would like you to talk a little on um, the brooding, like the brooding that you shared with me about, I wanted to share a little bit on that. All right. Thank you for that reminder. Actually, brooding is the name of the vision I run with. I heard that word in the place of prayer some years back, about four or five years ago, and it's actually rooted in the scripture, Genesis 1 verse 2 talking about the spirit of God brooding over the surface of the earth to remedy the whole thing that went wrong on the surface of the earth. So it's a vision that is solely out to help amend and heal broken hearts and lives. And it's a vision that has given birth to other sub-visions like Beyond the Feelings, which is a platform where I teach and educate people about the operations of feelings, you know, how not to make decisions in life based on how they feel per time, but they should also see how to go beyond feelings as a yardstick for their decision making. Mm-hmm. And then also the vision building has given birth to a subvision called Inklet Hope. And this is a subvision that is solely out for teenagers to help them come to the place of maturity at an earlier stage so as not to have their lives damaged by the circumstances surrounding teenage, which we have a lot of teenagers suffering from these things. So basically, brooding is all about a movement that hopes to see men being restored to the original setting as ordained by God. So that's what brooding is. Wow, thank you very, very much. I'm really sure that those listening are taking note of that. And I believe that um, by God's grace, by the end of this podcast, we'll be able to 
also direct them to where they could interact with you better. So to go into today's topic, I actually want to just give a little, you no, know, there, there are questions that have been answered in the previous um, episode of this series, but I would love to still get your opinion, your answers on them. Um, because some of these yeah. answers, questions were things that ha I had already answered, but I want someone else to give a perspective on them. So one of them is, at what age should someone be conscious of their purpose? Is there an age limit to knowing your purpose? Is there an age where someone will say, okay, this is the time you can start thinking about your purpose? Because, you know, to the audience, to young people, purpose looks like a, it actually is a behavior topic. It's a heavy thing. A lot of people don't even understand or they feel, they feel burdened by it when, when you mention purpose. So at what age should someone, you know, start being conscious of their purpose? Oh, I love this question, actually. I, <laughs> should I say I've never thought of this question from this angle, but it's a good okay. one. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to answer with the scripture because <laughs> that is my map, that is my blueprint. Okay. Now, in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 7, mm. you know, Jeremiah said in verse 6 that, Lord, I can't speak for you, I'm too young. That was mm. when God was making known to him his purpose. Yes. Telling him what he has called him to be in life, and then he was given the excuse of being too young, mm. <laughs> just young, too young. So that is to say, there's actually no, um, well, I say no age limit as long mm. as you come to the place of knowing yourself. Mm. I think you should start seeking to know what God has called you to be. Immediately, a child is born and can speak or understand life to an extent the discovery of purpose should start or is very important. So as mm. Jeremiah said, I'm too young. That means to say he wasn't just a young person. Maybe we'll say he's not even a teenager but some kind mm. of people that age. So there's actually no limit to that, no age. But once you come to know yourself, the, the, the lookout for your discovery should start. I myself regret not finding myself on time. Because mm. I wish so many things I would have done by then, which of course the repercussions are still playing till now, and I have to live with them. So the earlier the better, that's the standard. Mm. So why should young people be concerned about their purpose? And how does that af affect our relationship with God as Christians? So why should okay. young people be concerned about their purpose? Yeah. They should because when the, the 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 purpose of a thing is not known. Mm. Abuse is inevitable. So mm. why do I want to waste some years of my life abusing myself? Mm. Because that's quote. It means once you don't know what you were made for, those mm. years have been abused. Mm. Used to the fullest. For instance, our parents those days we used even their shoes to throw at us. Mm. Uh, Things, plates, or whatever, pause bad. But that doesn't mean that was a, the, the purpose for those things being created, mm. being made. Um, actually, it's very important. It connects us, it has a link with our relationship with God because mm. God Himself is, in, is, is a being who is not a waster of time. Mm. He doesn't have time to waste. He, mm. he, he, he maximizes every time and they count. Mm. In fact, in the scripture, when Jesus fed the 5,000 men 
and there were some pieces on the floor. He said, pick those ones too. Mm. So it's an idea of the kind of mindset our God has. You know, mm. He doesn't want to waste even a second. So it's mm. very important that everyone find these our purpose on time. Okay, a question just came into my mind. I didn't even write it down. But before we actually go into today's topic, I wanted us to answer some of this question. You know, you said something about the first one, when people discover themselves, they should start yeah. um, trying to seek their purpose. Do you believe that there are people that will be instrumental in helping, let me say, a child or a young person to know their purpose? Like, it makes the, I, I, I said, do you believe that it makes the journey easier to avoid mistakes? Thank you for that question. You know, I also thought in that line while I was talking, I wanted to say parents and I wanted to make something, but I said, let me just be straight to what I was asked. So mm -hmm. actually there are people who should actually help children or people to become who they should be. Um, God spoke of Abraham. He said, I trust him because he will teach his children. Mm -hmm. So parents are one of the sets of people who are actually supposed to help individuals to come to the place of their purpose discovery. Mm. And I want to talk about Jesus too. You know, mm. I just saw that light this morning while studying. Mm. Jesus was found going to the secret place to pray. And then he will have an encounter with spiritual beings like um, Moses and Elijah. They appear to him at some mm. point. Angels will come and minister to him. But then this morning it struck my mind that Joseph, his earthly father too, mm. had encounters like this. Angels will appear and tell him to do this and do that yeah. and do this. Yeah. So I believe he must have learned that via the activities of his earthly parent, Joseph, mm. Mary, mm. you know, they had encounters with spiritual beings. So it wasn't strange. I don't want us mm. to just look like Jesus is God and so mm. he learned to go and pray from heaven. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. There's a connection with the earthly parents. So parents have a vital role to play in that. And then also the friends, mm. relations and the rest. Mm. They have a vital role okay. to play in the realization of purpose too. Oh, thank you so much for those answers. I, I'm, I really appreciate them and they are very sound. I'm, I'm grateful for that. So down to today's um. Um, topic today's episode you know the first um, part we talked about what purpose means second we talked about how to work in purpose or how to identify your purpose and how to just work in it so today's episode is going to be flourishing in purpose so you've identified your purpose you can't just start doing where it needs you just um and like for example anybody that starts a business does not start it to fail or whenever anyone that starts a venture does not start it to fail they have they started with a goal in mind and Part of that goal is to make sure that what they do works very well. And that's why today's episode is focusing on how to flourish in purpose. So I'm going to start with the first question. How do we define um, flourishing as Christians? Or what does it mean to flourish in your purpose? Okay. To flourish simply means to succeed. Mm. It means to to explore to the fullness, to come to maturity, to get to the end point of a thing. And it's also an agricultural thing, mm. which means to, to grow vigorously, healthy, mm. strength, not as a weakling. Mm. So very simply, it's, it's a term that connotes different things, but all pointing to success, prosperity, mm. 
the aim of that thing being achieved. Mm. And when I say flourish also means quality and quantity. Mm. Yeah, so growing in quantity and in quality. Mm. But most importantly is, um, I would say flourish simply means to, to expand according to the precept or according to the, to all written about a thing. Mm. To all written about a thing, because if I begin to flourish in the wrong way or out mm -hmm. of proportion, then I'm not flourishing actually. Mm. Yes, yeah, I, I, I really, really agree with you. You know, say when the pop, the, the when you know, um, the the purpose. Like I don't just use, I don't repeat the word purpose, but when you know what your purpose is, you know that there's there's a target it's going towards, and so yeah. to flourish is to make sure that you accomplish. What it, what it is about. So if you've not identified your purpose, if you don't know how to work in it, if you've not been able to define what your purpose is, you can't just flourish in it because flourishing occurs when you are aware of what you are doing. So you're not doing anything aimlessly. You're able to channel your attention and uh, channel um, whatever thing you are doing to that thing. So it's more like you are, you are going in a direction that is, I don't use the word organized because I don't want to box in this statement but it's more like you know what you are putting yourself into from my own point of view i would say flourishing in purpose um i would create it as a christian is to do the will of god regarding that purpose as i was thinking about exactly. this i was just thinking about the fact that a person like last week we talked about um, you can know your purpose but you may possibly not thrive in that purpose and so in order for you to achieve um the, the, the desire God has for you, you have to do it according to his own way. And I was reflecting on it personally because on this podcast, I try to be very um, personal or realistic as possible or practical. And it made me to remember um, my relationship with my mom. I, I, I remember there are sometimes that we have some um, issues. She'd be like, you are not doing it the way I want it. And to me, <laughs> I'll be like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I was like, you are not doing it the way I like. So according to her, I'm not doing it well. And we can also put that into the into the things of God. You may be doing something, you may have identified your purpose, but if you are not um, fulfilling God's will for that thing, if you don't know what his will and desire for that thing is, then you are not flourishing. You may be doing all you want to do, but if it's not pleasing God, then he's not, um, he's, you are not really, I cannot, I cannot define that as flourishing. And I can use this Bible passage, Luke chapter 11, verse 2. It says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So mm. it means that flourishing in, on, flourishing in your purpose means you are allowing God's will to be done in that purpose. Yes. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? Yeah. Yeah, the scripture you quoted, I just saw another light. It says, as it is, that is mm. according to the measure. Mm. Exactly, mm. photocopy, no addition, no reduction. Mm. The mm. volume, according to the volume, written mm. about. So mm. it's also a dicey one in the sense that to flourish, mm. you have to ensure you, mm. you, you cover as wide as God, mm. not as mm. wide as you want. Mm. Yeah, yeah. As wide as God wants and not as wide as men want. Mm. Yeah, so it's yeah. very important. Yeah. And this flourishing, I don't know why I'm seeing so many things and I'm just trying to constrain myself. You know, to flourish. Okay. Mm -hmm. To flourish means one actually have to 
to one need to have a, a, a depth knowledge of that purpose. Mm. Depth knowledge of that purpose. And mm. one to really be in tune with the purpose. Mm. But you might think you are flourishing and mm. you are not. You might think you are flourishing and you are not. Now let's mm. take a look at St. Paul in the Bible. Mm. While he was still called Saul, Paul, or let me call him Saul then, Saul was killing people, believers, mm. rest. Mm. And he was doing it for the law. And for him, it was for the law of God. Mm. He continued doing that and he was flourishing in court. <laughs> he, he was flourishing. Yeah, he was making well, me. <laughs> why would I say he's flourishing? Um, mm. Covered his terrain to the point mm. that he had to ask for later to cover another terrain, you know. <laughs> he was going far. Yeah. He had to give me later. I'm done with this part. Let me bring it <laughs> my bounds. <laughs> he was flourishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very true. So, and when you went there, that was when he was now caught by Jesus himself. And yeah, he told him, yeah. no, this is not it. Mm. And he now got in tune with his purpose. He was restored mm. to the purpose of God upon his life. And mm. then he started flourishing in the right way. I want you to talk about, you know, this quantity and quality. You know, we had that conversation and I want you to talk about um, that because you know sometimes in our in our bid to be let's say moderate some of us may be so moderate to be like um it's not all about quantity it's about quality yeah. but you know in our conversation you actually mentioned that quantity also matters so how can we talk about this in flourishing in our purpose okay now yeah. this thing boils down to you being sensitive to God's will part-time. Mm -hmm. One of the things I'm going to be speaking on later on mm -hmm. because we, what we've been suffering in the body of Christ or in the world today is lack mm -hmm. of balance. Mm -hmm. We, we put strike a balance between these two things. And so mm -hmm. if I happen to be having quality, mm -hmm. having quantity, I'll be happy. i say, are ah, you guys having quality? How much do you have to show? Mm -hmm. People have you been able to reach to? How how many persons have your purpose, your vision been a blessing to? I have the biggest church. Let me bring it to the religious line. I have the mm. biggest church. I have the biggest school. I have this. Mm. All right, I'm a teacher. I rightly said that, right? Yes. yes. No, I thought I just changed my place of work. I was teaching in a big school, and I mm. left for a. Well, I want to say a small school per se. Now the big school I left, they actually have quantity, they have more pupils and then they are doing well to an extent. Yeah. But then, the school I now went to now, I'm teaching, I discovered that the children, they're not much, but mm. there's quality. I can hear them speak mm. in the right direction. Mm. Surprise, and they don't have much. Mm. But then, I told them one day, I said, wow, if you are not much here and your fees not much compared to what I had with the former school, but then the quality here is much, you're making impact. But then the owner of the school is not satisfied with what she's having, but the other wow. one is satisfied. And so I had to tell the woman that you need to watch it. These mm. kids here, in, okay, in the former school, you, on, the only time they speak in the right diction is when their uh, diction teacher is around in the class. Mm. Mm. So you hear that, you know, oh, oh, oh. 
But then in this school, the normal conversation they have, even amongst themselves, mm. is in the right direction. And this mm. is quality. So people really need to understand this and strike a balance. And as a result of laxity, we tend to use some of these things as excuses while we are mm. not doing Moreover, you can have quality in your purpose mm. if only you would have stretched and made mm. some sacrifices mm. Mm. and be truthful to yourself based on what yeah. God has told you. And moreover, you can have quantity if only you've been consistent. Mm. Quantity comes with time. Mm. Yeah. It comes with time consistently doing that same thing. Mm. Started and, okay, let me take it step by step. And it's very important that we know that we need to start with quality. Quality needs to be the basis, the primary aim. Yeah, very true. Of our pursuit, pursuit in vision or purpose, because quality will always give birth to quantity. Yeah, yeah. I repeat, yeah. I just love what I said. Quant- quality will always give birth to quantity. People yeah. will always, but quantity with time, we lose mm. quality. Quality mm. people will not come there. Mm. Mm. So yeah. we need to come to this place of understanding that both of them actually are also important. Because the aim of Jesus, or rather God, giving out Jesus, his only seed, quality, was so that he have quantity. Mm-hmm. And in short, the assignment we were given, Jesus, before he left, he told us that, he said, I've sent you to become my witness yeah. in Jerusalem, Samaria, you know, to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. So it begins in your Jerusalem, but the aim is not to remain in Jerusalem. Mm go beyond Jerusalem. So your purpose is not just to remain in your family, in your compound, mm. your school, mm. your city, but to cover a wide range as much as you should. But then you should be led by the Spirit of God. Yeah, when yeah. to go and how far to go. Mm. So I would say that the balance as a believer will be the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will not limit you, but yeah, uh-huh. you know, he, will, he will give you the direction in order to do it. You know, while yes. I was looking at this question, I looked at this passage in Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. I know that place was very striking because Jesus was saying that there are many people at the end of life who come to, you know, we, we will not be allowed to be part of um, eternity because, you know, they, they, they were not able to identify the will of God for what he had asked them to do. To be like, God, I healed people in your name, I prophesied in your name, and and Jesus would be like, I did not know you. You know, one of the ways that that place had been defined is as per people that were committing sin. And But, sin, you know, I looked yeah. at the passage recently and I was like, it could also be, because Jesus they were talking about the will of the Father. It could also be people that did not abuse the will of God in the thing he had called them to do. Now, it's not that God did not give them that gift. It's not that God did not call them into that thing. But because they could not acknowledge his will and went for their own selfish means, even though they did all of those things, because it's not according to his will, then you are, they did not flourish. In their own mind, they thought, okay, we were flourishing, we were flourishing for God, but in the sight of God, there was no flourishing. And that's the balance, like you said already, is the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit, you are going to do it according to the, the will of God. So going to the second question, why should we flourish in our purpose? Why is it important to flourish in our purpose? Now, after all this quality and quantity, what is the reason what can we say from the scriptures, from our, our relationship with the Lord, that this is the reason why God wants me to flourish in my purpose? Okay. You, everyone's purpose. 
Yes, yeah. everyone's purpose is connected to everyone's purpose. Mm, mm, yeah. I say it again. Everyone's purpose is connected to everyone's purpose. Mm. I said on one of my on my social media platform, I said you're rising, mm. rising of a generation. Mm. So it's very important that we flourish because there are some persons who who won't flourish or who won't find themselves until mm. flourish. Mm. They won't find themselves until we flourish. If Jesus yeah. remained only Jesus, if he didn't mm. fall to the ground and die mm. and flourished, his death brought flourishing, mm. uh, we won't have been found and we wouldn't have found our purpose in life nor understand God's way for our life. Mm. Yeah. The essence why we must flourish is because our flourishing will lead to the salvation of men. Mm. For instance, I, I got to know myself 2011 in secondary school then. Mm. And mm. it was because a certain man called Gideon Abuka, who is a pastor mm. now and a friend of mine, he happened to find himself and decided to flourish by not keeping what he found just to himself. Mm. He preaching in school meeting people, talking to classmates and the rest. That was his purpose according to God's ordination. He wasn't the pastor then, but now today he's a pastor. So that means his purpose has been revealed. So meanwhile then he was pushing and reaching out and that was how he found spoke to me and then I gave my life to Christ. And today I have flourished and I keep flourishing. I keep flourishing and really too have been added to kingdom of God and to the realization of God's plan for their lives. The reason why we should flourish is because that's just how life works. Our lives are interrelated or interconnected. He says, Jesus said, until seed, a grain falls to the crown and die, it remains only a single grain. But if it dies, what a rich harvest we're going to have. Yeah. And God's heart beats for harvest. Jesus told them, he said, that the harvest is rich, but the laborers are few. Yeah. So when we flourish, I don't want to talk about that dead part that leads to flourishing, because it's mm. enough. But yeah, when we another question, yeah. <laughs> when we flourish, mm. we, 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 we reap a, har- a harvest for God. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. When I was going through this question myself, you know, you know, in the previous from the first episode, we actually talked about, you know, my the guests that are featured in the first episode actually talked about, you know, because we're making a comparison about purpose and amb- ambition, and even though we did not bash ambition, we we made the state we kind of concluded that purpose is so much bigger than us, and then in the last um episode. There was also an emphasis on the fact that purpose is attached to people. So your purpose is not your selfish desire. It's not something that you wake up one day and you want to pursue for your own self. It's something that is attached to people. So it means that when you flourish, there are many other people that flourish, just like you said, from your flourishing. And that brings me to Matthew 5, verse 16, that says that, you know, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and they glorify God in heaven. So it means that when you flourish in your purpose, people are redirected to the source of 
and your purpose, which is God. And then also in Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3, I think I would love to, I won't, know, I won't read it because it's a bit long, but no, that place was saying, Arise and shine. Um, and light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Then verse 2 was saying, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness yeah. upon the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Then verse 3 says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of their rising. So it just shows that your flourishing adds to the kingdom of God. And it cannot be selfish. So when you understand that, my flourishing means that the name of the Lord is praised. More people are being liberated. More people are you know, encountering freedom in their life. You know, there's something that you said that also that really struck me. You know, you said that um, if you just, uh, you know, you made a mention about how the life of someone also flourished in your life. And like, you can't keep that thing to yourself. So it's yeah. more like you can't be, you can't be selfish by flourishing. When you realize that you're flourish, and it, and, it, and it's not a mindset of trying to be a superhero. No, that is not the mindset. It's not a mindset of I'm trying to be so honored and respected. No, you're actually coming from a place of compassion. I think we also highlighted it last week that flourish and um, purpose has a lot to do with compassion. You know, you know what it means to be in darkness. You know what it means to be in suffering. You know what it means to be in a place that is not very healthy for someone. So <laughs> you keying into flourishing you 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 realizing that i have to flourish you know there's something i said i wanted to also comment on you were saying that you know when you just stay there and you don't want to stretch yourself you know that's actually a sort of selfish mindset you may actually be doing it from a place of fear or for the sake of being modest but if you look at it yes. it involves sacrifice you know we've been hinting on it that purpose has a lot to do with sacrifice so it means that something has to come out of you you will have to experience a sort of suffering or pain or a sort of like you have sacrificed something. And your purpose of that sacrifice is because you know that there is somebody out there that will encounter what you have done or encountered your relationship with the Lord. And by that encounter, they themselves will also receive their liberation. I know there's always something I always reflect on my life. I'm like, when you see some men of God that God has used in a very great way, sometimes when you trace back their source, when you trace back, the people that have been instrumental in their lives. Some of these people are not even well known these days. But the 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 result of their relationship with the Lord, the result of their communion and their consistency has blessed very strong men of God that we have today that still bless in our lives. And when you now, if you are someone that is studious and you decide to go back and reflect on the beginning of these people's life, you then see there were very key people in their lives that where it starts point for them to also start their journey into their purpose. Do you have something else to add? <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, Ma, for this enlightenment. This is this is so this is just superb. I don't I like words. That compassion, you know, I told you I listened to the last broadcast and yes. I was blessed, you know, purpose is better out of compassion. You know, you've been yeah. in a in, in a corner in a situation that you don't yeah. want to see anybody go through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recently I started working with the hashtag a billion mm. souls for God. Mm. And then the first day I posted it, some of mm. my friends and mentees, they came to my DM like, sir, are you not afraid of saying this, this, that? They were like, mm. why will you say such? What, what gave you the God? Mm. <laughs> and then I told them that actually I heard God said that to me. Mm. I heard it. But aside that, 
I told them that I've been through a lot during my mm. teenage. I'm sure that's one of the the the, the, the backings for mm. the the burden I work with. Mm. I've been through a lot that I don't want to see people go through. Mm. And then some person said, like, John, do you sleep at all? Like, you always see me online. Mm. I'll be the last to go offline. And mm. early morning, I'm online. And then they're like, mm. how do you do it? Why? I told them mm. something. I've been in the field and I've seen how people's lives have been messed up within the twinkle of an eye. Mm. From my family, my personal life too, and friends, mm. I've seen how just a second we closed our eyes, mm. men were destroyed. And so I mm. vowed that I won't rest until mm. these people, their lives are restored. Then to back this up, Jeremiah 1 verse, um, 1 verse 6, or rather 1 verse 5, he mm. says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb, before you were born, I said you apart, and I appointed you as my mm. prophet the nations. Hello, yeah. He said nations, not a nation. Mm. Imagine if this man was not able to discover his purpose or mm. resisted it, then nations will be starved or denied mm. access to the, the voice of God. Mm. Brings the counsel of God to people. So mm. he is not just a prophet to a nation, but to nations. So can mm. you see how important every man's life is? Mm. But your life is not for yourself. It's mm. beyond you. You must stretch. You must push. Nations mm. are waiting for you. Romans speaking says that the word eagerly awaits mm. the manifestation. Eagerly. Yeah. Eagerly. They are not just quietly waiting. Eagerly awaiting. Because they've been subjected to something, a situation that it doesn't like and needs you to manifest. Needs mm. you to flourish. So mm. you need to arrive. Is very, but this is the reason why we want, why we need to flourish. Mm. People are waiting for us. If yeah. you are conversing with the things happening around us, you have no choice but to arise. Mm. That's why even the gospel scripture you quote says, "Arise and shine." Mm. The light of the world. He says, "A light cannot be cannot be cannot be hidden." Yes, it's to shine. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very thank you so so much there's another passage i i came across i'm not going to read it because it's very very long but philippians 2 verse 1 to 11 and you know that place was talking about you know jesus christ you know talking about how our relationship with we should not do things out of selfishness and we should not do things out of vain glory but we should, the, the reason why we should do it is looking at Jesus and looking at the reason why he did what he did. And mm. it brings me to say that as much as some of us may be timid, some of us may be so consigned by, oh, what will people say? Uh, I hope people will not misconcept what I'm doing. People will not think I'm trying to, to raise my shoulder or because some people can be that sensitive. They don't want to do anything that makes them appear as they, they are putting themselves on the pedestal. You know, but that's another extreme. You have to know that you cannot hide a light. So if you are doing what is beautiful, what is great, people will be attracted to it. And it was, uh, while we were talking, what also came to my heart was that sometimes some of us maybe we may cage ourselves by our own personal problems and troubles, or you know, we are too we are too soft. <laughs> like we don't want anything to to stress us. So mm. that will make us just cocoon ourselves, and we don't let out what God has put. Or we are intimidated. Another thing again would be that we are intimidated by the fact that many, many people are already doing this thing. Many people are already exactly. out there. 
Yeah. What will my own contribution mean? But like we've, both of us have been sharing, and as um, John has been saying very beautifully, that it is not like I just want to say this in summary. It is not you don't have to like say make it your responsibility. The fact that other people are doing it. What has God said to you? What has God given to you? Just work in it and grow in it and flourish in it. And as you are following the will of God, as the Holy Spirit leads you, let Him carry it the way He desires. Let Him blow it the way He desires. Because one of these I've been learning personally is that. Some people may be sensitive about blowing or becoming popular and all that. Don't let that become your worry. Just make mm-hmm. sure that you are doing the will of God. Make sure that your heart with that thing God has given you is at right. It's like you have a right desire. Your heart is full of compassion and you have a right intent because I want to strike on that because I know that there are people that when they, then they identify their purpose and when God has started helping them, they may forget themselves and they may forget their yeah. source. I'm not we're not saying this in order for anyone to think that way, but we want you to know that when you arise and shine, people will be drawn to what you are doing, but let your heart be set right. So um, our third question now, which is the crux of today's um, episode, is how do we flourish in our purpose? Now, we've answered all these other questions because we are coming to this this is the important the, I want to say the other parts have not been important it's just, the other parts have been important but now this is the crux of all we have been seeing how do we flourish in our purpose okay yeah. well thank you so much for the question I, before I res- reply to this yes. let me just quickly say one or two to okay. back up what you said lastly okay. see it's an attack on the Christian mm-hmm. faith on the mm-hmm. mind of a man that the devil uses. It's a subtle one, actually. That thing of people are doing it, what will my own impute mm. add? Mm. Let me say, light I caught. See, Jesus was on earth, and still he mm. said that the harvest is rich, but the liberals are few. Mm. You get it? A God, yes. God in human form was on earth. Still he was saying that the harvest was rich, but liberals are few. Mm. So it can never be enough. Mm, mm. Can enough. We don't have enough people to, to who have been proposed to teach on relationship marriage or whatever. Mm, mm. To go into the technology world to provide answers to things. There can never be enough. Mm. There can never be enough purpose. Uh, <laughs> 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 I understand. Can, it's a subtle weapon from the pit of hell. I remember mm. when I was praying during my service year in the family house, and then yeah. I heard a voice said to me, you are showing yourself. You mm. are just doing, what are you doing? Like, people, so people will know you are praying or what. Mm. But the same thing that I had heard that voice, a call member met me and said, sir, while you were praying, I fell into trance where I was. I was listening to you, and then God took me to my village and was showing me mm. some things about my family. Mm. Mm. Now, if I wasn't praying and then my prayer was instrumental to that revelation we had, mm. or at least when I calmed down, I, I didn't stop people. People, people will be looking as if I'm the only one that wants to let me just keep quiet. Yes. I, I've had that experience so many times. So that's why I needed mm. to that to please. Yeah. Don't listen to that voice to everyone listening to this podcast. That is that is a a weapon. It's a weapon for the pit of hell to close your mouth. Whatever you've been called to do, please do it, no matter the number of persons. Everyone has his or her own audience. Mm. 
no matter how you must have someone who is listening to you or mm. who you have been destined to be a blessing to, mm. to people who have been doing. So quickly to my response to the question, how do we yeah. flourish, right? Yes, how do we flourish? All right, I have four points here, which I'll quickly just go through. The first point is continuous belief and hope in the assignment that you've been given. Mm. A continuous belief and hope in the assignment you've been given. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Mm. It says that, but well, let me start from 30. It says, even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will mm. fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Mm. So, what God is saying that is that in life, even you that claim to be youthful enough or strong enough to move on with the purpose God has called you. To be even if you discover it as a youth, like you have enough strength to carry out the whole thing, that time will come when you will feel weak, when you will get tired, you'll be exhausted. But then he's saying that those who actually will understand the principle of hoping and believing in God, who trust in Him concerning that assignment, they will have their strength renewed at such times. Mm. So flourish is not an easy thing because. Mm different levels, you encounter things that will discourage you, unbelief mm. to certain. Mm. Am I really called to do this? Is this really my purpose? Why am I not seeing the result as I want? Why is this thing being so difficult? Why is this stressing me? Why is it demanding so much? Mm. So there needs to be a continuous belief. Uh, why started this morning, I saw a light from John 3, 16. It says, for the of the world, whoever believes in him. Now, mm. believes is Continuous present tense, present continuous tense. Believes, you know, say whoever believes. I checked that word, it believes mm. that you continue, continue to believe. Continue. Yeah. Mm. So if I was speaking, I think, was it John or Peter? He was talking about how those who will fall out of the faith, mm. you know, you fall out is because you choose not to believe any longer, and such persons will be condemned, they'll go to hell. Let me mm. not dive doctrinal matters, but here, what we're talking about is that. It's very important you continue to believe and hope yeah. for you to flourish. Continue to believe in the assignment. Mm. And then there's a way God will do it that from time to time, there will be some results that will come to quicken you, inject strength yeah. into it yeah. to keep moving on. Maybe, for instance, someone now reached you, hello there, your podcast I listened to this morning helped me to, 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 to avoid, I wanted to commit suicide. Mm. And after listening to your podcast, I just dropped the knife and changed my mind that my life has a meaning, my life has a purpose, and I shouldn't kill you know that kind of thing. And when you hear that, and maybe even you that did that podcast, the day you were going, you were on air, you were doing that mm. thing, mm. you were discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> you were discouraged doing it, but testimony comes in. This now quickens your belief. I will now continue mm. to believe. Look how it flourish. You know, those things will just come in between. So believe and hope in the assignments, the purpose is one thing. So I think that's my first point. I don't know if you want to okay. say something before. I go. No, no, so, please continue. No, no. Now, the second point I have here is obedience and application of every single revelation you receive. Mm. Obedience and application when you hear anything when God inspires you. You know, another thing I said is impression that mm. is pressed in your spirit. You just have this, mm. let me add this to what I do. Let me add this mm. style. Let me 
Mm. When that thing comes, please dive into it. Mm. Dive into it. I'm a witness to this. I have mm. seen such results. Last year, 2001, early last year, I had a revelation of starting something called Raising Break. Mm. You know, it's a prayer chain for people mm. suffering from addiction. Mm. Sexual addiction, masturbation, pornography, mm. and the rest of them. So I heard that it was impressed in my spirit while praying. And then mm. I just went out with it and then started praying. Many persons didn't actually join in the prayers, but then one day someone reached to me and said, Sir, this prayer you've been praying has been blessing my life. It's mm. really from something, something, something like that. Let me not mention it. And mm. I was like, Wow. So this is working. And all of a sudden, there was a particular month, I think that should be last two months, people started mm. trooping into the group. I have a WhatsApp platform actually, I think. Mm. Amazing prayers. People, in large number, 20 persons joined when I released mm. the email for the next edition. Mm. It's like, what? Someone told me that she actually posted it and people saw it. And you know, this is how to flourish. Mm. The group that we had to open up another group and we had to even move to Telegram because mm. of it. So this is how to flourish. WhatsApp couldn't complain us again and we are now mm. doing it on Telegram with, mm. with a lot of persons there. So mm. this is another point to mm. take. Obey. Yeah. Even if it doesn't look like it, just obey. Mm. Keep moving. It gives you as an instruction. Obey and move. Yeah. I also to add Sorry, let me add to what you said previously. Just when you're talking, it brought to mind that God, our God is a God of creativity. There is mm. no one way he always wants to fix on things. He's a God that makes gives us the ability to create. So just like you said, God will always put those things to spice up what you are doing because mm. he knows who you are talking to. He knows the people you are reaching out to. He knows the people that you, he wants you to reach out to. So he's going to give you the idea to make whatever you are presenting to be. I don't want to use the word appeal because God is not trying to please people he's trying to bring them to himself in a in a way that they become a relationship but god will give you um an idea in order to make it um be easy for the people of that generation to respond to so, so yeah the third point yes. yeah it's a good opportunity the third point is focus mm. you need to be focused on what he has called you to do yeah proverbs of the 4 25 to 26 says mm. Look straight ahead and mm. fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mm. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay mm. on the safe path. Now, even Jesus, the Bible speaking said, Jesus, for the glory set ahead of him, denied mm. or he ignored the pain, the shame, and the whole thing mm. because of the glory said. So he had a focus on mm. the aim of the purpose. Yes. Now, if you have a focus on the theme of the purpose, you won't miss it. Mm. it just, this just reminded me of a point I wanted to chip in when you were talking about mm. um, being sincere about your purpose. I've forgotten the exact mm. point. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When you feel like, hope I'm not doing this for fame. Yes, now, yes. will come. But mm. deep in you, you should know why you are doing that thing. Mm. It will come in between the line. That thought will come. That is your ego wants to go because mm-hmm. you flourish and a lot of people are attracted to you and you're blessing. Yeah. 
but you should always fix. That is why I said, fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mm. What is set before you. Mm. Fix your eyes. So you need to be focused on that which you've been called to, to the end. Mm. For me, time to time, I pick my vision statement and I read it. I go through them. I go through the pictures of the meetings I've organized, the seminars and everything. I just look at them. Some of them with people crying at the course of the meeting. Beyond the explosion last year, I was surprised that people were crying. It wasn't a spiritual meeting. It's a meeting mm-hmm. where we to discuss about issues of life. But then somebody was crying mm-hmm. at, the, at the course of the meeting. She was crying. And then she even met me after a meeting, asked for my contact and joined the WhatsApp platform and the rest of all those things that mm-hmm. So focus on those things. They have a way of setting your mind. Mm-hmm. They have a way of setting your mind. The psalmist said, your, your words have I hidden in my heart. So hide the, the, the purpose, the, the end of the purpose in your heart. It has a way of helping you to be focused. And that's a very yeah. good point. Yes. To, yes. to, to yeah. flourish. Yeah. And then the fourth one, you said there are four. I really, I'm left at the last point. Yeah. The fourth one is the company you keep. Clean. Mm. 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 Yeah. This is mm. very important. I kept it for the last. Corinthians mm. mm. 15, 33 says that don't be fooled for bad company corrupts good manner. Don't deceive yourself. Mm-hmm. The company you keep will definitely influence you. First mm. Samuel chapter 10, verse 10 to 11, they're talking about uh, Samuel, sorry, mm. Saul yeah. coming that the band of prophets, and then they even ask, Is he among the prophets? Yeah, <laughs> that is just it. the company you keep have a way of rubbing off on you, mm. has a way of, of corrupting you or making you to be bitter. Yeah, now, practically speaking, I want to say this vision chooses for you the kind of company you should keep. Mm. If you must flourish, your purpose. We take over you. Mm. Your your purpose makes the decision. Your purpose calls yeah. the shots. You don't yeah. call it. Yeah. Really, you must flourish. You must allow your purpose to speak. Mm. And each time we choose to allow our purpose to speak and we speak, then we are simply displaying ambition. That is self. Mm. Mm. And it is purpose. Purpose calls the shot. Purpose will tell you where to go, where not to go. Mm. Purpose will tell you the kind of friends to keep. Purpose will tell you how to sleep, when to sleep. Mm. Mm. It will detect you. Purpose is a being. It's mm. a spirit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It exists to possess you. Mm. Your spirits are possessive beings. They want to take charge. Mm. So that's what purpose does. You see people who have visions, even in the secular world, you mm. see them, look at scientists. They are mad. Maybe they are eating. Mad in quotes. They are on the table, and then mm. a, an idea strike them or strike them. They will not stand up <laughs> and go or anywhere and begin to maybe try to experiment those things. That is purpose. That's how it works. To mm. so the company you keep. Mm. I met a man recently, Barrister Ocholi Okutepa. Um, he's the convener of relationship and marriage. I actually mm. don't didn't know him before now and. I was just seeing him online and other things he does. But one day I went to a church I was invited to, and I saw him in the church. 
immediately my spirit was drawn to him and I waited. He's actually what I call him a celebrity, but it's like a big name in yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had to I waited for him. My friends were like, What are you waiting for? Let's go. I said, No. I waited for an hour plus, moving mm. up and down. It's a very big church. Mm. And then I couldn't see him. But then I saw his wife and I followed her. She entered to get a book from the bookshop. I waited. I greeted her, told her my I rather introduced myself and then told her what I wanted. I said, I saw your husband, I actually have been hearing about you and she now so he followed me. We got to the car, saw the husband, and he was so receptive, gave me his contact. We got talking, invited me to his office. Wow, what a privilege. I went there, I saw him doing so many things. This man was talking to me. What I'm saying is actually a point. So please just bear, bear with me. He was talking to me and he was making quotes. Mm. I don't know if you follow him online on Facebook. Okay. He was no, making not, quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he was making quotes. Guys, his purpose on relationship marriage. He was making quotes, uploading online on his social media platform, talking to yeah. me, counseling me, receiving calls. And I was like, wow. <laughs> this is purpose. At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. Mm. Then when I told him, so I want to learn. And then, in short, what he said was not as much as what I learned by observation. Mm. So I met him that day. <laughs> I vowed, I said, there's no week that will pass me by without me having a quote concerning my vision. Mm. Every week, no matter how tired I am, I must make, write, make, have a right talk to post. I learned that from him. And that is company. And that's me mm. flourishing. Mm. And I've received, recently I've received some testimonies about the quotes I've been dropping online, social media. Mm. As mm. blessed, sir, this is for me. This particular word mm. is for me. Thank you, sir. Mm. What has been happening? Someone they were talking about Name, um, call the name of a, so, uh, of a social media what, creator, whatever, content creator or content writer that has blessed you so much. People were writing names, calling people's names, be big shots. And then I saw my name was mentioned by someone I don't know. Mm. It's like, what? But then this all boils down to company. I was mm. able to con- contact with this man, stayed in his company for some hours. Mm. I have a- I see follow him and it has influenced my purpose and how I pursue it. And then this is me flourishing. Mm. So you need to keep the kind of friends that helps you flourish. Mm-hmm. Your purpose does not need everybody. Yeah. Your purpose needs. Add... Okay. No, sorry, please. Your purpose needs. I'm sorry. Yes. Your purpose needs its kind. Mm. Mm. Kind of people. It's not need everybody to meet these kind of people. You may not like those persons actually. I had no connection with my like I know him. I'm like, there wasn't any connection. But now there's just this I, I won't say, let me say abnormal craving to always listen to him or hear his watch his his messages for the rest. Once I come online, I just check his status and the rest. Mm. That is what that's what purpose does through company and it helps you to flourish. You mm. cannot see a, a, a goat leading a, a, a how would I call it now? Leading lions and then expect mm-hmm. those people to, to mm-hmm. your company. Actually. Let me stop here for you to talk. Okay. Just, you know, I, I just also strike a balance to what has been said is that when we say that 
from what Brother John has said, and I understand is that when we say purpose needs its time, we're not trying to discriminate because, like we already mentioned in previous passages, Psalm chapter sixteen and Matthew chapter five verse sixteen, a lot of kind, different kinds of people will come to your light. So you have to understand that your purpose is two ways. It has to have a source it refuses from, and it has mm. it also has a source it is giving to. Giving others. to now your main your main source is God. Your main source is the Holy Spirit. However, there are people. There's something my father always says. He said that anybody that says that they love God, which is which is off from the Bible, and your relationship with people is bad. That person does not really love God. In First yeah. John chapter five, it actually makes that statement that anyone that says I love God but don't know is a liar. It's not saying the truth. Yeah. So that also boils down to purpose. There are people that God will use. There are instrumental people that God will use to shape your purpose, and those people cannot be people that are opposite to your purpose vision. So some people will be like, oh, don't discriminate, and um, um, like like why are you feel why are you like being pumped? why are you like being full of yourself. The truth is that you have to know the key people that are in your life. In as much as you are going to have different kinds of people, people that are broken, people that need you know your purpose, that need what God is using to do, you have to strike a balance to the limit or to the extent they have involvement in your life. Because when the Bible says bad communication corrupts good manners, they are trying to say that the people that you begin to like try to be intertwined with, they would have effect on your purpose. So I just want to bring that balance because you know we don't want to say that we may not have different people in our cycle. We will, we will certainly have different people in our cycle, but it needs wisdom by the Holy Spirit to know how to interact with these different groups of people to know which enters which. You know, there, there was a point, there was a time in my life that I felt so confident that nobody could influence me because I, I felt so confident in my ability to be very principled. But I realized that at a particular point, there was a particular person I was relating with and I began to start seeing some a behavioral pattern a person had which I didn't like. I just see myself reflecting it without planning to. And then that that actually humbled me and made me realize that the extent I had involved with this person personally was rubbing off for me in a negative way. And that made me to just realize that I needed to give a I had to put a boundary in how much I shared with that person. And I want to thank God that you know at this point in my life there are certain people that God has brought into my life in a very beautiful way. And there have been people that have influenced me greatly, just as you said, that makes me realize that, yes, what I'm doing, you know, as God, my purpose, as God has allowed me to know, you know, these people are very key to me. And so whenever I'm faced with an issue, I know the key people to go to because I know they are going to give me words of life. And that brings me to Psalm chapter one. You know, that, you know as we're talking about communication, that Psalm chapter, chapter one is really a very beautiful verse that encaps, encapsulates what has been said. You know, you see that yeah. blessed is the man now walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor stand in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in God. So I know you talked about that the man shall flourish, whatever he does. And as I was meditating on this verse before starting this podcast, I was like, it is not just anybody. It's not just anybody that decides to do whatever they want to do. It has to be somebody that has a relationship with the Lord. So that thing he's flourishing in is what God desires of him to be in and what God desires that he he's flourishing in. And he's, the reason why he flourishes is because he has identified his source and he has been careful enough to know the limits he has with certain people. You know, as you're talking about your relationship with this and uh, different people that have been in your life, I, 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 I would say I was really blessed by what he said and I could just do a quick review in, in my life and see how much, you know, 
influence plays a very key role in my life. Do you want to add to that? Uh, yes, concerning yes. the balance you brought in is very good. Yes. Now, I'll just say this. There are three categories of relationship we have. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't want to say the first is higher level because it will look like it is higher level relationship, intermediary or second level, and then the lower level. Now, the higher level is the association we have with people who are kind of above us, who know better, mm. our elders, yes. mentors, spiritual yes. fathers, and the rest. The intermediary or same level are your friends, people yes. you went to school together, the rest, you have like minds, same kind mm. of same level. Then lower levels are people who look up to you as mentors. Mm. Yes. Now, this is what happens. The higher level, they feed you. Mm. They feed you. They mm. challenge you. They pull you. Mm. They push you. Mm. The intermediate the same level, those ones, they, they, they help you to interact. It's not... Mm. That's, that's, let me say they're like quickness. Like mm. They help you to push. Yes. They ginger you, let me put it that mm. way. Yeah. Then the lower level, those people play a vital role too because yes. you are teaching them. Mm. And teach or what you give out, you, mm. you master. Yeah. As you yeah. teach them, you master them. So yeah. you just, if you stay alone with the lower level people who look up for you for them as mentors, you will be exhausted. Mm. And that is why you need the balance to also be in touch with those above you, the higher level association. Yes. To be yes. renewed, of which the yes. high level is God Himself supreme. Yes, yes. That's why at times when you are doing, after a whole lot of teaching or you gone purpose doing this and that, you need to yeah. retreat. Take mm. time to draw again from your source, God, yes. and from whatever mentors you have. You know, yes. The balance actually is very important. But all we are saying is that know how to shuffle between yes. Yes. these whole. Oh, thank you so much. And, and, and that, just, that would just bring me down to say that no matter how you go about it, purpose needs people. You cannot, you cannot escape from that. Purpose cannot just be accomplished by only you. You cannot flourish in purpose alone. Mm. There is no way you can do about it. You cannot, if you just have that mindset that only me will do this, that is not it. The Bible does not encourage being a loner. You are not a loner in the things of God. You know, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, if I'm not wrong, but in chapter 10, it says, don't be like those who forsake the garden of brethren. Say, do not forsake the garden of brethren because yes. God knows that when we come together, we will be blessed. So, wow, I've been so, so blessed by today's podcast. Thank you so much, um, John Obilon, for being on today's podcast. Thank you for really sharing. Thank you for really being part. Like, yes, I was really encourage that you went through the podcast from the episode one to know what it was about and i believe that that also helped in how your contribution came today so thank you so much for allowing the lord to give you the wisdom to know how to share i was really blessed and i'm very sure i'm, I'm a kind of person that goes back to my podcast like let's say i'm my number one fan so i have to <laughs> often go back to listen to because i believe that Whatever I'm sharing, I'm not just sharing it from my head. I, I believe I'm sharing as the Holy Spirit ins inspires me. So I know there are times where I will forget. So listening to them is a reminder. So I'm very sure that when I go back to this podcast, there may be things that have been said that probably I've not taken note of that will strike up. So thank you so much. I, 
I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm very sure that those that are listening will be blessed. So I want to say that if you want to connect with John, just type John Obilom. That is John. Then Obilom is so easy to spell. O-B-I-L-O-M on Facebook. I believe that he's going to, I don't know how to say, but yeah. probably he's going to accept your friend request. <laughs> but <laughs> you could go check him on Facebook and check through what he's doing and find a way to connect with him there. And also he also talked about his book. Um, yes, you could also purchase his book. I believe it's on Okada Books, right? Yes, Okada Books. Yes. So do go try and check that up. And I believe it's going to bless you. So thank you so much, John, for being on today's podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, too, for this privilege. I appreciate you. And I pray God continue to strengthen you in all you do according Amen. to his will for this purpose. Amen. Thank you so much. So bye-bye. Bye. so with that being said that brings us to the end of today's episode if this podcast blessed you please do not hesitate to share it to other people today's podcast today's episode was longer than usual but you know like i told my guest before he featured that um when the holy spirit expires we do not hesitate too much on the time even though yes i'm conscious of the time of the fact that some people may be so conscious of our time but you know as per podcast you should just play it and be doing your work or reading you don't have to put it and be conscious about the time just play it somewhere and be listening to it but yes does not mean i'm not conscious about our time but i just want to say that today's podcast was really rich and we needed to talk about this um, topic in this way so please do not hesitate to share it to other people and that also brings me to say that the book i mentioned before has been released and is on pre-order do just li- click the link attached to this podcast and um, check my seller shop and pre-order the recently shared book or just type how to be stupid um that may sound like a very strong um title but yes when you read the context of this you understand if you um, find it hard to find it on the seller shop just check my blog the link the main link there's a main link attached to this podcast platform check for deeper look and um just type how to be stupid the book is going to come up the review book review section will come up where you just get a quick insight on what the book is about is available right now on pre-order so please don't hesitate if you've listened to brother john and the ministry that he's he's part of i'm sure it's going to bless someone out there and like i said do not hesitate to share this to others and if you can please do subscribe to Boscast so that you could be easily updated when a new episode is done so with that being said until next time on Roscast, stay safe and god bless bye bye